Welcome to the Canadian SME Podcast, a podcast for Canadian small businesses. We interview Canadian experts and entrepreneurs to provide expert insight into marketing, innovation, business leadership, technology, and trends that impact small business. Our mission is to empower Canadian small and medium enterprise to help you grow your business. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Canadian SME Small Business Podcast, your gateway to the vibrant world of small businesses where innovation thrives and communities flourish. I'm your host, Maheen, and today we will be touching base on the importance of small businesses who cannot be overstated. They are the engines of creativity and the backbone of our economy, playing a very vital role in driving progress and fostering innovation. Today, we have the honor of hosting an exceptional guest, Taylor Trekroci. Taylor is, in, is at the forefront of business development for Sault Ste. Marie Innovation Center's small and medium-sized enterprises services. In this vital role, Taylor supports numerous unique small businesses by reviewing business plans, providing strategic recommendations, and guiding them through the co- commercialization process. As Director of Small Business Services, Taylor is a driving force behind the growth and development of entrepreneurs seeking to start, expand, or nurture their businesses. He creates opportunities for skills and talent development in northern regions and is a staunch advocate for securing funding for small businesses and startups. Taylor holds a Bachelor of Business Administration in Marketing and Economics and boasts several certifications in business modeling and business incubation. Now let's dive into the world of small businesses, innovation, and invaluable support provided by the Sault Ste. Marie Innovation Center. Hi, Taylor. On behalf of Canadian SME, I'd like to welcome you to our small business podcast. How are you today? Hi, Mahin. I'm, I'm great. I'm glad to be here and excited to get things underway. Perfect. And we're very excited and very pleased to have you with us this afternoon. And Taylor, to kick, you know, to kick start things off, um, you know, you as the director of small business services at the Sault Ste. Marie Innovation Center, could you shed some light on how your organization particularly helps small businesses succeed and thrive, particularly in the realm of science, technology, and innovation? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the Sault Ste. Marie Innovation Center is one of 17 regional innovation centers uh, across Ontario and only one of four uh, within Northern Ontario. Um, so as that role of, of a regional innovation center or a RIC, um, we're really at the heart of our small business community. Um, we're often, you know, the first touch point with entrepreneurs um, or and or small business owners, you know, whether they're coming to us with a brand new idea or are established and looking to expand even further. Um, so with that brings a lot of different uh, different opportunities and experiences that come along and how we can support those entrepreneurs um, and take, you know, their idea or their established firm into that next level, uh, whether it be from just getting great to commercialization uh, initially or, you know, what exporting and uh, intellectual property protection looks like. Um, so all part of that is a lot of creating connections, whether it be with, you know, local partner organizations, other entrepreneurs in their region. Um, or and wherever else that those uh, that those individuals are really facing um, and making that a seamless transition and trying to figure out you know how to navigate such a, a convoluted uh, ecosystem, especially with startup. Um, you know, a lot of times clients don't know where to start. They they get different uh, messaging from multiple different parties. Um, so just trying to guide them through that and let them know that you know there is a support system out there for them. Um, with our overall goal, just ensuring success and longevity for clients and small businesses within our community. Um, When it comes to specific for the science, technology, and innovation side, 
Um, we provide tailored supports to help advance them through their client growth. Uh, we have access to market intelligence reports, which allow them to help, you know, better understand the market that they're entering and the opportunities that are available to them um, that tie in directly with their unique value proposition, uh, with oftentimes these, these reports being valued at well over $15,000. Um, we provide that absolutely at no charge, and that's through a partnership with the Mars Innovation um, through the Ontario government. Um, and then we also off offer tailored business model canvas sessions, uh, which is, are really specific to each entrepreneur, uh, depending on their stage, what their certain needs are, desires, um, a multitude of, of factors going into a session like that. Um, and then, you know, further building it off with IP planning support sessions uh, and other tailored sessions uh, that, you know, fit directly into their needs. Um, we're also really fortunate to have some internal grant programs uh, that can really help advance, uh, you know, the product development, uh, whether it be prototyping, you know, how to sell the, the new product or get that right protection for them before, you know, they jump feet first into the market um, with a, a big specialty focus on agri-food and tech solutions as well. Um, and throughout that, a lot of the times back to helping them navigate through that ecosystem, uh, we work with clients to assist scaling in their needs, you know, whether connecting with a $5,000 microgrant to a $10,000 microgrant uh, into tying in with larger scale projects with some key partners, uh, whether it be the Northern Ontario Heritage Foundation, uh, FedNor, or the Northern Ontario Angels, when you know they're looking at, at collecting some new uh, private investment and capital injection to take that business to, to you know, the next step and, and further grow into the future. Um, and we do all this with the with the goal of business expansion in mind, um, with with a real focus on growing Northern Ontario. Mm -hmm. Now, Taylor, for brand new entrepreneurs with innovative ideas, what advice do you have, and what resources are available to help them navigate the challenging early stages of business development? Yeah, so so for me, there's there's three main pieces um, that that I would uh, advise. With uh, the first one is you know, get out and get involved. Um, if you're involved in that entrepreneurial ecosystem, you're no longer alone. A lot of the times that entrepreneurial journey can be lonely, you know, often one founder with no one who truly understands what you're what you're doing. Um, and so ingraining yourself in, in that ecosystem and, you know, making connections with others that think the same way that you are, um, you know, have run into mistakes or challenges that you might be facing. Uh, it's just one way to kind of sidestep those mistakes uh, and not, you know, uh, go through the same challenges that someone down the street or, or in the same community as you uh, might have already faced, found a way around and advanced. Um, and also provides the, that also provides a large sounding board uh, for ideas as they come up. Um, you know, a lot of the times uh, I think I come up with great ideas and I think, yeah, it's great. This is fantastic until I talk to someone and they're like, oh, well, have you thought of, you know, X, Y, and Z? And like, oh, no, I haven't. Or, or, you know what? Yes, that's a great idea. And, and here are some other tips to get, uh, to push it forward. Um, so I think getting involved in that local entrepreneurial ecosystem is, is vital, um, you know, another big piece is doing your market research and you're doing your due diligence before really committing large amounts of, of fund or time into uh, ideas. And when when I am talking about market research, I mean, outside of your family and friends, uh, mm -hmm. we, we've all been there. 
pitch an idea to mom and dad uh, or, uh, you, you know, your close family. And they all say, yeah, it's great. This is this is awesome. Um, well, all those people have a certain bias to, you know, they might not want to hurt your feelings or, uh, you know, just want to tell you what you want to hear. Um, so that is that is a vital, vital piece is, is that market research, you know, who's going to be buying the product? What do they uh, use it for? How much are they going to pay? Are they willing to pay uh, right out of the gate? Uh, because that all builds up into your longevity of, uh, you know, is this just a month cool summer project or can this be a, a long-term uh, gig? And, right. and the third piece uh, is definitely around, you know, know that it won't always be an easy journey. Uh, I've talked to a lot of startups where, you know, the early days they are like, yeah, in a year, I'm going to be at 5 million in revenue. And it's mm-hmm. like, sometimes, yeah, sometimes that's the case. And, and other times it's not. Um, but just being okay that, you know, there will be wins, absolutely, and there will be failures. Um, and it's, uh, you know, when you run into that first barrier of that person or that gatekeeper at a company that, you know, doesn't believe in what you're doing, don't get discouraged. You know, that's only one person, that's that's one uh, opinion, but also on the same side, if one person is really, you know, all for the idea and all for your solution, also, don't get too overconfident. It's it's somewhere in between, likely. Um, but just accepting that, you know, a lot can go wrong. A lot will likely go wrong in the journey, and it's okay. And it's okay. Um, and you know, just continue to stay motivated and push through. If you've done your due diligence, you've done your market research, and you've identified a clear value proposition that you're bringing to market, uh, it will likely all work out in the end. Um, but it won't always be a, a paved road. To get to that end destination um and a lot of that is you know connecting with the key stakeholders in your communities to build that support group around the the entrepreneurs as they come up um whether it be you know the other entrepreneurs uh and startups in in the area your local re- your local regional innovation center um whether it be your local spec uh or others depending on you know what that solution is um, and the, and your local entrepreneurial landscape, the one in Sault Ste. Marie might be very different than uh, the one in Winnipeg or the one in Ottawa. So it's it's very tailored and and get connected and and put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. No, it's great how you've put emphasis on you know building communities of practice and relationships with start with startups is something which is so crucial in the in the current times. But Taylor, could you share your insights on how these relationships benefit both uh, small businesses and the broader community? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think having a strong small business community is an extremely important part in in just growing out that broader community group. Um, having a strong startup community can drive a lot of different pieces, whether it be, you know, access to local innovation and a diversified workforce, um, having a, a healthy startup group, whether it be internally or, or, you know, attraction, uh, it often brings new ideas to the region, um, you know, with that new technologies as well, uh, which also has the potential to seep into other businesses, um, you know, business that's been around 20, 30 years and has just done a process because that's how we do it, uh, might suddenly change uh, best practices because there's a smaller uh, startup on the block now that's introducing new ways to do things. Um, And as you naturally will share talent, you know, throughout the years, there's uh, jobs that come up and jobs that get replaced that will help grow that um, that further community and workforce locally 
Um, and then another big one is access to talent. Uh, mm. You know, as startups grow, uh, you need to look to hire a new workforce. Uh, sometimes, yes, that comes from, you know, a workforce that's already established. And, you know, like I said, people move jobs, they change companies all the time. Um, but also part of that is that attra attraction piece. Um, the startups will also likely take on more junior positions, which the, they will help train up in that local workforce and then migrate out or promote within um, and then continue to recruit from outside that region, uh, bring in new talent, new views. Uh, and that often leads to more entrepreneurs in the area because, you know, there's always more entrepreneurial minded individuals uh, to help further grow and drive that local uh, that local growth and transformation. And on the, the broader community benefits from all of this as well, uh, through the economic growth, uh, you know, as companies grow, they hire more people, they attract more talent. Uh, these people then go and buy houses, pay taxes, shop at your restaurants, they shop at your malls, uh, in your shopping centers. And, and as that builds up, everything around it tends to as well. Um, and, and then even on the, uh, the flip side, when it comes to the knowledge sharing and, and new ways of thinking, uh, that that strong community of practice encourages uh, more sharing between the businesses, between the, the entrepreneurs, your friends who work for your competitor down the road, but outside of work, they're sharing best practices of, you know, how do you do things? How does this work? Um, or, oh, that's a cool idea. Chat GPT, I've never heard of that. Maybe I'll go out and try it. And how does that integrate into my workflow? Um, and, you know, my colleagues' workflows to further advance that skilled workforce in the communities um, and just developing meaningful uh, meaningful connections uh, within that within that. Um... Yes. Now you've also kind of touched base on in your response that business modeling is a very key aspect of entrepreneurship. What strategies uh, or approaches have you found effective in helping entrepreneurs refine their business models for success? Yeah. So, so for me personally, we, we don't uh, have one set strategy when when working with an entrepreneur. Uh, we, we very much identify that each entrepreneur is unique. Um, you know, my needs are different than yours and uh, different to, from somebody listening to the podcast. Um, so at first, it's really understanding the needs of, of that entrepreneur, where their goals are, where they want to be, um, and outline a direction of support to, to help advance those strategies from within. Um, oftentimes, you know, we do run business model canvas sessions uh, to really flesh out an idea and see, you know, is there anything that didn't come out of it that, you know, in their business planning stages that they never thought of or overlooked or, uh, you know, a multitude of, of different uh, thoughts that could come to that. Um, but then also identifying, you know, what the challenges, understandings, and experiences are of that entrepreneur, and then how we can build out um, a course around it. So, for example, you know, if your strong suit's not finance, how can we build supports around that to help you with your cash flows and your uh, tracking your work in progresses and all these other pieces? Or if it's sales, you know, how can we put you in touch with someone who's really going to help you get that deal closed um, and, and get your product out there? Uh, and, and from there, we develop those specialized plans to help overcome those hurdles um, to get businesses growing from within. Sometimes that's, you know, looking for a partner that is your CFO because you don't want anything to do with the numbers or the salesperson because 
you're the idea uh, engineer side of things, but you don't want to talk to people and you don't want to try to to push that that value proposition onto other companies. So how you offset that and really having those entrepreneurs identify their strengths and and doubling down on on what you're good at and realizing that you can always hire and and go outside of your organization to offset those pieces that uh, you know you might be lacking in or not as uh, confident in as yourself. Now, Taylor, operating in northern regions, what unique opportunities do you see for individuals and businesses in these areas, and how does your center contribute to their growth and development? Yeah, so, so operating in northern regions, there's a lot of uh, unique opportunities. Um, one of the large ones is access to funding programs um, it, within northern Ontario, and, and a lot of this will be uh, targeted more towards St. Marie and the Ogoma region, but there's a lot of large community partners, whether it be the Northern Ontario Heritage Foundation, uh, FedNor, and the City of Sault Ste. Marie Economic Development Fund, which acts towards not only uh, business attraction to come set up, grow here, and um, you know enjoy the life that that a lot of us are um, also doing, but also how you scale your your current startup startup, um, whether it be fund for business expansion and purchasing key pieces of capital. Um, having uh, internship programs where, you know, you can hire a new intern and train them for that first year at half the cost of um, it would be without that program um, to other pieces uh, such as, you know, a, a much lower cost of living uh, and operating expenses, leaving you with more margin uh, to reinvest back into your business or into your product development and prototyping phases, um, whether that be you know, cheaper real estate, lower tax uh, tax amounts uh, on those buildups, um, and especially in Sault Ste. Marie, where where we're located, you're located at the hub of uh, two large highways. One, you know, Highway 17 that runs right across Canada. Um, five minutes uh, behind me, you're in the United States, which gives you a brand new market as well. Um, where you're right there uh, within 500 miles of many of the northern Ontario uh, regions you're you have 60 million consumers at your fingertips um, so you're not far away uh, from a large consumer base uh, we have two two three if you include Lake State in the states of uh, post-secondary institutions Algoma University Sioux College and uh, Lake Superior State University which produce over 2,000 graduates annually um, to come right into your workforce and, and help build up your company as you continue to grow as well. Um, there's also some major research centers. Uh, we have the Ministry of Natural Resources, Bug Lab, and the OLG head office in our backyard. Uh, so there's a lot of things to be excited about and a lot of pieces that uh, if you leverage properly can really help you expand that business uh, even quicker. Mm -hmm. Taylor, on a final note, let's talk about the upcoming event, uh, the uh, Stir the Potential. Can you provide details about this event and how it aims to inspire innovation among individuals and businesses? And what can attendees expect from this particular event? Yeah, so, so Stir the Potential is a new event. Uh, it's taking place in May of 2024 uh, within Sault Ste. Marie, and it's all about inspiring people uh, to see the potential to be open-minded to new possibilities. Um, and this is really all about getting people to think about some of the challenges that we face now and how to turn those challenges into new opportunities moving forward. Um, so when you break it down, the Stir the Potential Conference is really about arming people 
with the resources and tools to think differently about ideas and the way to put those ideas into actions moving forward. Um, right now, we have a fantastic panel of speakers lined up. Uh, that includes CBC's Bob McDonald, uh, we have futurist Nick Badminton, uh, and many others that will be joining us as well, who will be sharing insights um, and, and different ways to, you know, think different, think more towards the future of where things can be rather than where we are today and um, pushing that envelope. Um, and we're ensuring that it won't just be about sitting and listening to speakers and panels and, uh, you know, what can easily become uh, a sit, listen, and, and unengaged event. Um, this event attendees can participate in interactive sessions, uh, different workshops, and can uh, and will offer practical tools for resources to help attendees know um, that their next steps are in terms of bringing innovation to their own lives uh, day to day. Mm -hmm. We're really excited about uh, the event and what it's becoming, uh, and you can stay up to date with uh, all the new uh, updates at stirthepotential.ca. Thank you so much, Tater, for sharing your invaluable insights and the remarkable work of Sault Ste. Marie Innovation Center in supporting small businesses and fostering innovation in northern regions. Uh, again, we wish uh, you and the Innovation Center both a continued success in your endeavors. And uh, we are quite positive that the audience would love to hear um, you know, these great details that you uh, went through uh, through our conversation today. And we look forward to having you with us one more time. Great. That sounds great. I'm uh, glad to be here, Megan. Thank you so much. And a heartfelt thank you goes out to our partners who make this podcast possible. Special appreciation to our exclusive banking partner, RBC, our dedicated shipping partner, UPS and our trusted accounting software partner, Xero. Uh, to our listeners, remember that small businesses are the heartbeat of innovation, and with the right guidance and resources, they have the power to transform our world. Keep dreaming, keep innovating, and until next time, stay tuned for more inspiring conversations in the realm of small businesses. All right, Taylor, we are done here. It was amazing. We're very detailed and thorough, uh, which we usually love when guests do that. And, uh, you know, the turnaround time would not be too long. Uh, I believe if you haven't shared your headshot with us in the form, then you can feel free to share it via email. And I'll make sure it is uh, incorporated in all the social media posts that will go out along with your uh, podcast audio. Perfect. That sounds right. great. I, th I think everything was sent over, but I'll check on uh, with our marketing department on that. Perfect. Thank you Perfect. so much. Taylor. Okay. Take care. Thanks so much, Mahin. You as well. Talk Bye. soon. Bye now. Yeah, so, so operating in northern regions, there's a lot of uh, unique opportunities. Um, one of the large ones is access to funding programs um, it, within northern Ontario, and, and a lot of this will be uh, targeted more towards St. Marie and the Ogoma region, but there's a lot of large community partners, whether it be the Northern Ontario Heritage Foundation, uh, FedNor, and the City of St. Marie Economic Development Fund, which acts towards not only uh, business attraction to come set up, grow here, and um, you know enjoy the life that that a lot of us are um, also doing. But also how you scale your your current startup startup, um, whether it be fund for business expansion and purchasing key pieces of capital, um, having uh, internship programs where you know you can hire a new intern and train them for that first year at half the cost of um, it would be without that program. Um, to other pieces 
such as you know a, a much lower cost of living uh, and operating expenses, leaving you with more margin uh, to reinvest back into your business or into your product development and prototyping phases, um, whether that be you know cheaper real estate, lower tax uh, tax amounts uh, on those buildups, um, and especially in Sault Ste. Marie, where where we're located, you're located at the hub of uh, two large highways, one, you know, Highway 17 that runs right across Canada, um, five minutes uh, behind me, you're in the United States, which gives you a brand new market as well, um, where you're right there, uh, within 500 miles of many of the northern Ontario uh, regions, you're, you have 60 million consumers at your fingertips. Um, so you're not far away uh, from a large consumer base. Uh, we have two, two, three, if you include Lake State in the States, of uh, post-secondary institutions, Algoma University, Sioux College, and uh, Lake Superior State University, which produce over 2,000 graduates annually um, to come right into your workforce and, and help build up your company as you continue to grow as well. Um, there's also some major research centers. Uh, we have the Ministry of Natural Resources, Bug Lab, and the OLG head office in our backyard. Uh, so there's a lot of things to be excited about and a lot of pieces that uh, if you leverage properly can really help you expand that business uh, even quicker. Let's hit her on a final note. Let's talk about the upcoming event, uh, the uh, Stir the Potential. Can you provide details about this event and how it aims to inspire innovation among individuals and businesses and what can attendees expect from this particular event? Yeah, so, so Stir the Potential is a new event. Uh, it's taking place in May of 2024 uh, within Sault Ste. Marie, and it's all about inspiring people uh, to see the potential to be open-minded to new possibilities. Um, and this is really all about getting people to think about some of the challenges that we face now and how to turn those challenges into new opportunities moving forward. Um, so when you break it down, the Stir the Potential conference is really about arming people with the resources and tools to think differently about ideas and the way to put those ideas into actions moving forward. Um, right now, we have a fantastic panel of speakers lined up. Uh, that includes CBC's Bob McDonald. Uh, we have futurist Nick Badminton uh, and many others that will be joining us as well, who will be sharing insights um, and, and different ways to you know think different, think more towards the future of where things can be rather than where we are today and um, pushing that envelope. Um, and we're ensuring that it won't just be about sitting and listening to speakers and panels and, uh, you know, what can easily become uh, a sit, listen and, and unengaged event. Um, this event, attendees can participate in interactive sessions, uh, different workshops, and can uh, and will offer practical tools for resources to help attendees know um, that their next steps are in terms of bringing innovation to their own lives uh, day to day. Mm -hmm. We're really excited about uh, the event and what it's becoming uh, and you can stay up to date with uh, all the new uh, updates at stirthepotential.ca. Thank you so much, Tater, for sharing your invaluable insights and the remarkable work of Sault Ste. Marie Innovation Center in supporting small businesses and fostering innovation in northern regions. Uh, again, we wish uh, you and the Innovation Center both a continued success in your endeavors. And uh, we are quite positive that the audience would love to hear, um, you know, these great details that you uh, went through uh, through our conversation today. And we look forward to having you with us one more time time great that sounds great i'm uh, glad to be here man. 
thank you so much and a heartfelt thank you goes out to our partners who make this podcast possible special appreciation to our exclusive banking partner rbc our dedicated shipping partner ups and our trusted accounting software partner zero uh to our listeners remember that small businesses are the heartbeat of innovation and with the right guidance and resources they have the power to transform our world keep dreaming keep innovating and until next time stay tuned for more inspiring conversations in the realm of small businesses thank you for listening to the canadian sme podcast please visit canadiansme.ca to subscribe and join us next week as we share more expert advice from canadian business leaders Thank you.